I loved the emotional rush of being scared. I still do, of course. I don't go out much to haunted houses, but I still love good, old-fashioned, scary stories. Listener discretion is advised. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least, Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real life on the go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. In the 1940s, the family's farmhouse didn't have an indoor bathroom, so they used an outhouse. Anne's memory was that one day after school, about a week after her father went missing, she went out to the outhouse. She looked down the hole to the sewage water. Staring back at her from the dirty water was her father's face. Anne's psychiatrist suggested that she contact the FBI. So she called the FBI and explained her story. The FBI decided to get in contact with the Hoke County Sheriff. The Sheriff knew Winnie Cameron because she had been a staple in the community and a friend to his family for decades. The Sheriff set up a wiretap on Anne's phone line. He then had Anne call her mother. Anne asked her mother if her father's body was still in the toilet. Winnie said she would tell her where it was after Christmas. To the sheriff, this was a damning comment. It told him that Winnie knew her husband was dead and not missing. She also knew where the remains were located. This all suggested that Winnie had something to do with Edward's demise. Based on the wiretap, the sheriff acquired a search warrant for the farm. The sheriff thought that the best place to look for human remains was under the outhouse. 
The sheriff learned that a few years after Edward went missing, the outhouse was demolished and the hole was filled in. Nevertheless, he had searchers start digging up the area where the outhouse had been. On December 13th, they found some human bones. But Winnie wasn't arrested that day. The next day, they went to arrest her, but she wasn't at home. Winnie had some woods on the property and they were searched. Her vehicle was found inside the woods. Outside the vehicle was the dead body of 69-year-old Winnie Cameron. She had taken her own life by shooting herself in the heart with a 32 caliber handgun. Inside the vehicle was a suicide note. The entire contents of the letter have never been made public. What is known is that in the note, Winnie confesses to killing Edward and dropping his remains into the outhouse water. When the outhouse was being dug up, a wallet-sized photograph of a young woman wrapped in plastic was found. It's believed that the woman was someone Edward was having an affair with when he was murdered. On Easter weekend, 1944, Edward may have told Winnie that he was leaving her for the other woman. Or Winnie somehow found out about the other woman. Nevertheless, when he snapped, it killed Edward. Because of the state of Edward's remains, a cause of death could not be determined. What was clear was that Winnie had dismembered him after he was dead. The sheriff said that he believed that Winnie decided 35 years earlier when she killed Edward that she would take her own life if it ever came to life that she had murdered Edward. Supposedly, Winnie never told anyone what really happened to her husband. After Winnie's death, the police consider the case closed. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.